please, Lord Jesus, let us have the footage from the good cameras. Amen. Amen. What's up, everybody? Welcome <laughs> back. You can probably hear the despair in our voice if you're listening, or you heard our prayer oh, yeah. <laughs> that led us into this week's episode. We just filmed like 45 minutes in, and it was so good. And then um, my dad came home to my house, thank God, and we paused, and Billy checked the video, and it corrupted the media and it didn't save it even though it was recording the whole time so i guess this means we're real content creators because this only happens to real content creators so welcome to uh episode 2.2 2.2 2.2 take two my goodness oh my gosh all right well pe- peaks and pits of the week sam let me tell you my pit real quick is that our audio you our can't say it i was gonna say <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so yeah, Sam and I wanted to start the podcast with um a like a good part and bad part of our week or not so good. This segment will be called Peaks and Pits. Yeah, good that you said it because I was about to mix it up. <laughs> Peaks and Pits of the week. Of the week. Sam, give us a pit other than the fact that our camera didn't our cor- I am camera corrupted our media. Um that would be number one <laughs> that just happened. That's at the very top of the list. Yeah, number two. Dang, I shouldn't have this many. I should only have one. <laughs> I shouldn't be able to make a list. <laughs> Number two, I had a meltdown, massive meltdown in my car. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had a breakdown on Monday. <laughs> Cried for a long time. Yes, she did. I literally sat in my car in the garage. And I had my car on for like 30 minutes and then I was like, I don't want to waste any more gas. So I turned my car off and just, I was on the phone too to my parents and froze. I think that's so cute. <laughs> I think the fact that you were on the phone with your parents was the only reason I didn't drag you out of your car. Oh, yeah. Mariah came out there. Randy's sister came out to go check on me, but I was like, don't look at me. I would have dragged her out of the car a long time before that, except I, I could hear her dad's voice on the on the phone speaker in the car. So I was like, okay, she's talking to her parents. Yeah. Anyways, you're, I'm, this is level-headed. I'm not going to I'm not gonna elaborate on why. I am just had a breakdown. It was really bad. Next, Randy, what was your pit? Okay. Um, my pit was, my pit is this week in pregnancy. I'm like even more like all over the place. Mm -hmm. So I'm just over it. Like I'm so over it. Um, the emotional side of things, which you'd think I'd be used to because I did it in IVF for Mm -hmm. six months. Like you kind of are injecting yourself with hormones. So you're all over the place. But now this, I'm just like, oh my gosh. And then I feel bad for how I feel. Mm-hmm. Like I feel guilty for like thinking or feeling a certain way. Um, and I think this week is more prominent because my dad and my stepmom and my stepbrother are here. And so I feel bad when I don't want to be around anybody or like when I'm just like agitated. I'm not even agitated with them at all. I'm just agitated, period. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing they're doing wrong or anybody's doing wrong. I just get agitated. So I just don't like that feeling because that's not like normal for me. To just be like, I don't want to be around or see anybody yeah. at all. So mm-hmm. that's weird. It was very weird, but I'm almost done, baby, and I'm soon. Yeah, I'm ready to have this this little goo, even though I'm not <laughs> ready. Technically, I'm ready. You're ready to not be pregnant. Yeah, but I mean, you are ready to ha- to have her. Like, yeah, I'm pumped up. Like, in I'm, your arms, in your <laughs> arms, little tiny human, and then um, peak. A peak of my week was we did um, a 4D ultrasound and the the technology was wild. We did a 4D ultrasound in California before I left. Oh, you did? Yeah. I did it with um, 
Oh, I did not know this. Mariah was in town, so I did it with Mariah, my sister. That's my sister. My mom. Then my little sister, Maya, and her husband, Manny. And Brave and Everly, which are my niece and nephew. And it's so cool because we went to the same place that they went. Both of them. Mariah did oh, her ultrasound dang. there. I didn't know that. And um, we call my sister Lily. And Lily did her ultrasound there. And Everly was there for Braves. And then Everly and Brave were there for Atlases. Aww. So it was really cool. Yeah. That's so cute. So it was that. that's when we did in California. And um, it was exciting, but it was, dude, this technology and this one. I don't know if it's just because she's older. I was going to say, wouldn't she have been was, like... I was six months, which is when Lily went, and then Mariah was six months when she went too. She's Everly. like formed though. Yeah, now. dude, <laughs> it was crazy. It was so crazy. We'll insert an image here, um, mm -hmm. and you can see. We can. We'll show you. But yeah, she has my nose and my dad's nose, and <laughs> my dad's all proud, and I'm like, why, Jesus? <laughs> um, and then she has big old lips, which I don't think come from me. <laughs> They're definitely like a genetic thing that Billy. Really? I uh, feel like they would come from you. He has a really big bottom lip. I mean, I wouldn't know. I don't look. Yeah. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was that was a peak for me. And then obviously my dad is here, and my um, stepmom and stepbrother are here, which is really nice because they had never seen the house before. Um, so the fact that they came and I was excited. Never seen the house comes to it for the first time to do home improvement. My okay. dad is a <laughs> contractor. And so he got here and I was like, this girl has this a, light a and scroll. That light. I did. But he, he knew that's why he was coming. So. Okay. Well, we also, he only did, he worked what? Yesterday and a little bit today. Yeah. But like all day. Well, when dude, he, last time he came and, and he worked on Mariah's house the entire week. Tile setting. Oh no. He set her tile and did her shower. Her completely redid her shower, like built her shower and did the marble flooring oh and like gosh. everything in the whole house. So. But it's good because he wants to move out here and he wants to like establish himself. So doing work for people that will maybe not for us, it's not going to get his name out because we don't know a bunch of people yet. But doing work for my sister and her husband and stuff, they're they're um like they know a lot of people in the community. They're well known. Yeah. So it'll be good that he's doing it. But yeah, I was just ex I'm just excited that family's here. I love like hosting people except mm -hmm. with all these hormones. But normally I love it. So <laughs> but yeah, it's been so fun. I just love hanging out with them. They're so chill and mm -hmm. relaxing and just cool to be with. So yeah, what was your peak? My peak is it hasn't happened, but it's going to happen. My <laughs> this is my last week of having my Invisalign. Oh, that yes. I, I don't even have it on right now because you would all hate she listening. You would all not listen to this if I had them on. No, um, it's not like a list or anything. We're not making fun of people's lists, but it's just really juicy. Yeah, <laughs> everything's really so juicy. Very juicy. <laughs> um, my last day is on Sunday, and then I only have to wear retainers to sleep. Thank God, because I started in September, which is not even long. It's not long at all. Um, but when you're brushing your teeth on an average of five times a day, minimum, you start to just get annoyed yeah and like i'm just like oh i don't want to eat because i don't want to brush my teeth after you're like oh yeah so that's my i'm so happy your body's to like be oh done. so no nutrition <laughs> okay yes i'm just happy to be done so well, that's my that is peak. exciting i know i was asking you the thing that's weird about filming again is like we've said multiple of these things I know. so like do i react like i did again and just fake it or what what do you do now it's okay well only 
you and I had known that until you said that, but it's okay. I know, but it's just, let's just be real, okay? This is a weird part of, like, content creating yes. that you're not used to. Yeah. Well, content creating with two people, because, like, yeah. if you're by yourself. You can be like, ah, let me just do that again. Yeah. Yeah, it's different. But, yeah, I was asking you, do you feel different? Like, bad and bougie now that your teeth are done? Yes. You do? Yeah. Because I feel like you used to always angle yourself. You used to tell me, you'd be like, <laughs> I'm only turning this way because this one, whatever. Yeah. And that's why I'm sitting, I always sit on the same side when we do the podcast. Because in my mind, I'm still like, I'm this, my teeth. But my teeth are fine now. Yeah, they so, really are. They're so straight. I mean, we can switch spots when we... She's like, next week I we'll like flop. <laughs> next week when I'm done, done. When, when my teeth are whitened. Oh my gosh, I know. I, I told you too, I feel like your teeth have always been so white. I feel like they have, and then I started drinking coffee more regularly when I moved back here from Sydney, and I'm now they're not. Okay, you were using at one point this charcoal toothpaste. Uh-huh, in Sydney. Do you still use it? No, I don't use it at all. I'm too lazy. It's it's such a mess. I feel like it, your teeth, I remember watching you use that, and your teeth were yeah. like, Well, it's not a toothpaste. It was like a, it was a powder. powder? Yeah, so the powder would get all over the sink and then it took years to wipe it up and i was just like inconvenience yeah i, I should use that. it i still have it Ooh, let me have a little powder <laughs> that's funny yeah so we just yeah we want to do updates through the week so we can kind of get into the groove of chatting mm-hmm. and talking and then yeah you can hear how we're doing kids <laughs> <laughs> just kidding um we wanted to briefly go over like some things that flood in throughout the week um so our episodes come out Monday and we ask you guys leading up to the episode to drop questions or confessions or tips or concerns or anything you have to say about whatever that topic is coming up. Um, and then it always happens that after the the episode comes out, we get like emails or DMs and mm-hmm. stuff regarding that episode. So we wanted to share a bit with you. And then if you want to hear more about it, you can kind of jump back onto our last episode. But last week was our Valentine's Day episode, and we kind of talked about dating and stuff, which was a jump. We jumped right in. Mm, I know. Not really. We gave we gave a week. We kind of were like we did intros to ourselves. We were like, what character would you be? <laughs> and then we're like, sex, dating, <laughs> marriage. <laughs> so yeah, um, I know there was one question that we wanted to answer, and then we were gonna read through a few of the tips. Sam, do you have that question still? Oh, she doesn't. <laughs> okay, just kidding. <laughs> All right, so the question that was submitted that I think is good was, what's a good amount of time to try at one, try at what once was a toxic relationship again with an ex? So what's a good amount of time to try at a relationship again that was toxic? Because you're, it's an ex now. You don't. <laughs> Sam said, period. Mm, yeah, that's just me. I don't like to waste time. Yeah. So I say don't. Especially if it was toxic. I I don't know. Maybe be friends. Move on from that. <laughs> if you, you want to be friends. I don't even know. Yeah. But you're a one and done type of yeah. person. Yeah. You get one chance, baby. And that's it. Yeah. You messed it up with this girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think... Um, I think if you're dating, yeah, you're just delaying someone's healing process big time. Like, big time because um if you give emotional validation then they think that their traits are acceptable in a relationship with someone that they may have feelings for or love or whatever when they're if it's toxic then they're not acceptable period 
and you can't justify why they might be acceptable because of their past or how they've been raised or whatever. Um, cause that's not your job to justify those things. If mm-hmm. they're toxic, then it's toxic period and they need help and you can't be the one to help them because you probably bring a lot of emotional confusion by accepting that and trying to work on it at, at the same time. Um, to me, that's if you're dating, if you're married and you've like made the decision to commit to this and you've come and these toxic traits have maybe risen over the few years and you've not realized that they were there and you're now married and you're not just like, okay, walk away now. Like you yeah. can't just disappear in a marriage. It's very legal dip. binding stuff now <laughs> that I think, um, you have to get help together because now this is who you've decided to do the rest of your life with. And I think when you know it's toxic to a point of no return is when the person doesn't want help or doesn't want change. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously your responsibility as a spouse, I believe is to pray for that softening of the heart. But if it's been like 10 years and you've been hounding at this, um, then I think there's, there's, there's some definite like transitions or decisions you have to make. But yeah, when you're dating, all you're doing is delaying the person from confronting the stuff because they think that it's okay. The reason they think it's okay is because you're accepting that you're okay with being treated this way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just, yeah, I just think if, it, if you're acknowledging that it's toxic, then then let, let that be the writing on the wall. There's nothing more you need to know. You can't fix them. Your expectations can't fix them. How much you love them can't fix them. Not, none of that can fix them. This has to be something that they desire for themselves because then the second that you're not there, they will default to those toxic traits. And the only reason that they're trying to act like they have it together is because of you. So the second you disappear, their health goes out the window as well, which isn't fair for them. So, yeah. Mm, ain't no lie, baby. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. And, yeah, I'm going to even continue. <laughs> okay. Um, there's a few uh, confessions or tips, too. Oh, someone said my confession is, why didn't I listen to my own advice the first time? Mood 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 Me. don't we all give good advice until it's time for us to like follow our own advice to myself <laughs> I, I know how you feel dude i have definitely been there where i like give great advice and then it goes down the window mm. very much so down the window um yeah <laughs> that's a funny confession uh two is a uh, watch how your significant other or like if you're interested in somebody responds to stressful situations um another tip was become friends first see them at their worst and their best um which i think is just really good stuff it doesn't really matter like what you walk in i think those are just good tips to think of like oftentimes if you watch those things there's red flags if you you know Mm -hmm. or like after you get out of a relationship you're like i should have known they were like this with their mom (laughs) yeah how they treat their parents says a lot about you i mean it says a lot about them yeah I think so. Um, and then one more question on last week's topic is, will it work if we both love Jesus but identify as different religions? I have absolutely no idea because I have not experienced this. Because we've both, like, seriously dated um, people from church mm-hmm. from the same religion. Yeah. So. Yeah, same. I don't, I've never experienced anything, but from what I've understood from some of my friends that have talked to me about it, um, I think you have to identify, is it the, is your, the way that you live your life with Jesus, the most important thing, if it is, then having somebody who lives outside of that standard is going to affect you. 
it's going to affect your relationship if you're saying that's the most important thing. If it doesn't fall at the top of your list, then I would say how it affects your dating life maybe may vary. But um, I know that we were saying too, like even if you think that maybe one day you want to have kids with this person, you want to have family with this person, what does that upbringing look like mm-hmm. for that child? It gets complicated, mm-hmm. more complicated than it already is. A lot more arguments on like, I don't have to go to church with you because mom said I didn't have to. Well, dad said I have to. Well, mom said yeah. I didn't have to. Mom, and it's just really confusing. Not that your child should feel like they have to be, like I know for us, like with Atlas, we're not going to force her to believe in Jesus. We're going to live the life we live. Mm-hmm. And she's and we pray that she would see the overflow yeah. of God's love and how like it's changed our lives. But if, you know, but we're on the same page as that. Then there's people that are completely opposite. And it's like, you don't have to this and you do have to this i think that's just more confusing like long term yeah a lot more headaches but i've seen it work and i've also seen it be extremely detrimental mm-hmm. so i think you just have to find out if you do have expectations for what your life's going to look like long term with that person it matters yeah so that's last week's topic was dating and all this stuff that you're hearing so if you want to catch more of that that is you can just find it from episode one yes. um on all your streaming platforms wherever you're listening to this. But this week's topic is social media. Social media. Everyone's fave. Everyone's favorite topic. All the influencers where you at? Rise. <laughs> influencers now <laughs> rise. <laughs> oh, we asked a few questions to some people and we kind of want to share some stats and just give our thoughts as well. But the first question we asked was, has social media affected your self-confidence or self-acceptance? And 14% said no. Wow. Wow. You're just incredible. And then 86% said absolutely yes. (laughs) Me. (laughs) Sam, has social media affected your self-confidence and self-acceptance? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Period. Yes. <laughs> That's it. No. Um, I, Randy and I talk about this a lot that I don't, I'm the only person in the group who doesn't have TikTok. Literally in any group anywhere. Like, <laughs> in any group of friends I've ever engaged with. I don't have TikTok. So I don't know, like, the trends, the jokes, the hacks, whatever. Um, and the reason I don't have TikTok is because I had it at the beginning of quarantine last March. Which I will say, TikTok is so different from then to now. Yes, that's what she tells me every time. And my, like, For You page, I didn't know that you could, like, curate it to what you wanted. So I was just seeing whatever was popping up, which was, like, the dances and, like, I don't know, like, little trendy stuff, teeny trends. Yeah. <laughs> and I would be like oh let me go try and learn this dance and then i wouldn't be able to do it and i would be so mad and i'd be like i don't look like these little skinny like 16 year old girls but i'm literally like <laughs> pre prepubescent I know. i'm a full-grown woman, woman like renegade like <laughs> stupid stuff <laughs> and i'm like why am i not like it really like it affected me and i was like why this shouldn't be affecting me as much as it is the stupid tiktok dance um and and that's why i got off tiktok like i just couldn't i was always comparing myself yeah um to the creators on there and it was just honestly like not productive i was on there for six six hours straight sometimes Stop. yeah like at night and so i deleted it um and that was probably like the w- worst 
social media, I would say, like, that affected me. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram doesn't because I'm not on there long enough. I get on there to clear all the story rings because yeah. I don't like having, <laughs> like, I don't watch anybody's story yeah, just so everybody knows. Sometimes if I'm having patience, I'll sit and watch. Um, and Twitter's just Twitter. Twitter, I just word vom. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely do. Yeah, except I don't use my personal account as much anymore because I'm on Stan Twitter now, and Stan Twitter just... I know, you disappeared. It's you for the better. Totally it's disappeared. <laughs> it's for society. Oh God, I, wonder, I wonder how much... Okay, amen. Stan Twitter scares me. <laughs> it seriously scares me. Because I think I, I don't... And please... Oh, my God. I probably shouldn't say anything. <laughs> I'm going to, like, be flooded. What? What are you going to say? I think I don't... I don't understand where you go from, like... I really, like... Uh, like appreciate and like love everything about they create everything about them that they create and then like i need to know everything about their life where they're at what they're doing constant like check like because i feel like there is a stand twitter that's like i'm following every move and breath and if you don't know what's going on you are not considered a part of the fandom that so i don't understand the switch i like how you go from that to that. The stand Twitter that I have curated on my TL uh-huh. on Twitter is not like that. Like it's more, it's like an extreme appreciation for the art for a certain artist. Yeah. And that's, I started my Twitter as a stand Twitter. My personal account yeah. was a Paramore stand Twitter in 2009. Now I'm, that's just my personal account. Now I have a different stand. <laughs> but just go far back enough and you'll find it. <laughs> yeah, you definitely will. Um, yeah that's too much like that's where it scares me yeah i'm like oh i just it's just i just appreciate their lyricism yeah yeah that's mostly what it's just continuously talking about like their like art for for my timeline at least yeah Yeah. also i realized i said tl i meant timeline for those of you who don't know what that is or not (laughs) the the, the lingo yeah i think that's why it scares me it's fine it's fine it's funny but anyway um yeah so we asked a few people um about that question about how how it's kind of like affected you oh you were saying twitter but um and then tiktok and instagram i don't really use and then facebook i don't use at all yeah i only have the messenger app for my grandma oh how cute (laughs) yeah i'm kind of i'm i mean i'm opposite with Mm -hmm. the instagram and tiktok like TikTok, my for you page is like, I just laugh for like, I could, I can be on there for a long time, which it can be a time <laughs> waster, but I've decided I only get on it like a little bit later in the day. Mm-hmm. Like not, I'm not on it like during the day. It's not like my scrolling app yeah. of choice. Oh, which is probably why it affects me. Differently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But my TikTok is just funny stuff. Like I laugh on there sometimes a little food, little, you know, little <laughs> things here and there. But yeah, I never see like any like dancing stuff. I, so if I follow, if like I will intentionally if like I see somebody that comes on my for you page that's like fashion, but it's like mm-hmm. nothing that would ever girl by boop by boop <laughs> swipe swipe swipe, um because I intentionally only want certain stuff on my TikTok because I want to laugh when I go to TikTok like mm-hmm. that's all I want I don't want anything I feel else. like that's what Twitter is to me yeah and then my Twitter's like that also mm-hmm. it's some and news I feel like I have a lot of news stuff on my Twitter because I never I I don't watch the we news. don't have cable yet. yeah <laughs> and I don't really like want to watch. I don't want to sit there and watch CNN or Fox News like, get or out of anything here. like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm good. So I just like watch reading a lot of stuff on there. And I and I have like a wide palette of everything that's on my timeline on it for news. Like I don't spe- specify to one party mm-hmm. of news uh, reporting. Um, 
but for the most part it's funny yeah same. <laughs> and then um facebook is like all my family and friends from california uh, and I really like that one cause I just see updates on a bunch of people that like, maybe I don't get a chance to talk to all the time, mm-hmm. but I still like randomly will engage with them. So I, I, that's what Facebook's for. And then Instagram. Yeah. I was telling you, but it <laughs> jacked me up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it messed me up, dude, because I think I was in 2019, a lot of the like face filters came in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think before that it was just like paris rio de janeiro like remember those oh my story it was just a lot of those um there weren't all of these filters you could put and then before that it was just like dog ears and like remember instagram instagram stories were like out like they were not good everybody went to snapchat to use filters yeah oh my gosh i kind of miss the dog one yeah like nobody uses that anymore like who uses that (laughs) i'm gonna go use it (laughs) (laughs) everly uses it (laughs) but no yeah everything before that was just like the instagram stories were weak dude Mm -hmm. oh they they, were so bad it was like ew why did instagram start stories and it was the same it's the same thing with facebook why does facebook have stories why does twitter have stories twitter fleets goodbye i don't use that when everybody was content with snapchat yeah so then in 2019, it revamped and, or maybe a little bit before that, I don't know. But in 2019, it started jacking me up. When, like, your face would look different. Your, it would change your nose, your it eyes. It sculpt you. Literally <laughs> sculpt you. And then, and then it started getting weird when people started saving those pictures and putting them on their timeline as if that's what they looked like now. And I was like, wait, what the heck? Because I'm, I'm into makeup. I'm into, I have a cosmetologist, so I have my license and I've been doing it for years. And I was wondering since when did skin stop looking like skin do you know what i mean like i understand people have like really some people have really great skin um but for me i feel like i have average normal skin mm-hmm. and i'm like how come i don't look like that but i know how to do this better than you probably know how to do this yeah. like what's what's happening um so then i took all of 2020 and i stopped using face filters because i was just like jacked up by it every time i would see something i would just compare myself or like be angry and then annoyed and then i also towards the end of 2019 going into 2020 i recurated my timeline because it was just too much for me dude Mm -hmm. i couldn't handle it it was like i was following all the kardashians and the jenners and then i was following all these influencers and youtubers that i would watch but the thing was that was frustrating was i would watch them on youtube but then their instagram pictures didn't look anything like they looked (laughs) on in their youtube videos fraud so it was like so confused and then yeah so i i 2019 i spent a significant amount of time or 2018 on facetune and i was like this is bad so that's why i did 2020 and i kind of like detoxed mm-hmm. like how i even see myself mm-hmm. because yeah i just i just felt felt like it was it was getting really bad and skin is supposed to look like skin like it does a lot for us mm-hmm. protects us and we're supposed to take care of it and it's supposed to take care of us but yeah i just felt like for a long time it stopped looking like that um so yeah i I changed it up and now like the only filters i'll use are ones that don't change the shape of your face like they don't make my nose smaller or my lips bigger or my cheeks fuller or my eyes a different color whatever because then i just felt like then when i see myself in regular life (laughs) i'm like what the heck yeah and i'm like I have this, like, I would gain, like, this self-loathing for not looking the way the filter made me look instead of just not using the filter and Mm -hmm. not having any false idea of, like, to compare myself to. So, yeah, now I only follow, like, things that make me feel good about myself or inspire me. So I unfollowed all those those pages, like, the fashion stuff. And then um, I started following, like, people that, 
like i would hate this feeling dude i would hate when i would see something that a social like a in a fashion blogger would post and i would be genuinely inspired and i would go to the store and I'd be like oh my god i'm gonna get something similar and then i'll put it on and it'd be like ah, ah, it doesn't look anything like them yeah. like like what they look like on them so that i would be jacked up about it like super triggered so i just realized i need to follow people that look like have a same build or like i'm not skinny mm-hmm. so <laughs> there's, I'm not, well, there's, a, there's an audio on tiktok that's like so you think i'm skinny De- i'm definitely no. not. and i'm at the point where i uh, love that mm-hmm. i love that for me yeah. you know like, i love that for I me i love that for me <laughs> that i'm good without being like flaquita and that's just not like what i'm meant to look like mm-hmm. when i'm when i'm healthy and eating like healthy and my body's getting the nutrition it needs that's not what it looks like and mm-hmm. that has to, I've, I'm, I've become okay with that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I just started following all these other influencers. There's this one named Maddie, her name is Maddie Bernard. And I really love her because she's super cute. She's curvy, whatever. But she's also like a, she just started a, a jewelry line, like a small business and like all this stuff. So it was just, it's really cute. Cause when I'm, when I started to like take out all these other pages mm-hmm. I was following, I found like small businesses. I found all these other things yeah. that I could focus on and like kind of enjoy with social media now. Yeah. I just think it's crazy how different, di- different like things trigger different people. Like that is what was like bad for you mentally. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was actually workout videos. Like <laughs> as, ironic, me? <laughs> as ironic as it is, I have always really been into like physical fitness and like just like health and fitness and I was like oh I'm gonna follow like all these fitness influencers and I did at one point follow like so many yeah and that was what was making me self-conscious of my body because Mm. I was like I don't look like that when I work out like I have roles when I'm doing like sit-ups and stuff Mm. and like I don't look skinny like that and it was like doing the most yeah like it was doing the most to me and I was like why like then I realized I don't have to follow, like, I don't have to follow these people. Like, yeah. I'm the one who can unfollow. They will never know. Like, mm-hmm. so then I unfollowed, like, a bunch of the fitness. I still follow a few. Um, but I was following it for inspiration to work out, but I was never working out he was like just that. Upset. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm not even working out. I'm not doing their workouts. What is the point? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just making me feel bad when I get on here. So yeah. I just, I just unfollowed. And that was the, like, extent that instagram had for me yeah and then i just recently started using instagram as like a learning tool um because i'm learning i like to teach myself new things and languages as part of it so i follow like a few korean teachers or korean accounts and because i'm learning korean and they post like a phrase a day and they yeah they read it and you can hear it like on the video and you, you know you're you can supposed see to sound it. like yeah yeah so i like to use like or even for like finding small businesses, like mm-hmm. I like love shopping for small with small businesses because I know where my money is going and I know like the products I'm getting are going to be yeah. good and it's just I don't know real like, people yeah real dreams and that's mostly what I use Instagram for if I'm like being honest no yeah and I and I think that's kind of the direction that I I'm maybe not so much the learning stuff but <laughs> that's a good <laughs> idea but yeah for, for me because I'm like super into fashion and mm-hmm. you know you know makeup and stuff and skincare i didn't want to just not like be inspired or like see what's happening on the yeah. runway or like whatever but i just knew i needed to do it the right way yeah. for myself and um 
Yeah, I just think that that's a big thing because the, one of the, like, I just, I, and I, I, we hear this all the time, like, oh, it's not my responsibility to make you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I've heard influencers say that. No, it's, it's, you're right. It's not your responsibility to make me feel good about myself. And it's not yours and I, Sam, responsibility to make the people that are listening feel good. But I think as empathetic human beings, we take that into consideration. Yeah. That I'm not going to put out content that is fake. I'm not going to start this podcast after recording the second time and pretend like everything's fine when it's not fine. I'm pissed that we're having to re-record this again. So it's like, that's just the reality. That's just the choice to, to be real and to put content out that makes people feel normal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And to like talk about it too. Because like... I even told you guys, we sat down to take pictures for this freaking podcast cover. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll upload them as like funnies. Yeah. I don't even know. They're so. We should put one. (laughs) If you're watching on on our YouTube channel, we'll put one on the. Um, We'll insert one on the screen. But we took photos and like we set everything up and then we saw the pictures and I was like, okay, maybe I would wear this outfit to church. Or a wedding or something, but I wouldn't or a club. not <laughs> definitely not the club. Not that outfit. <laughs> Period. But I was like looking at the pictures and I was like, um, I don't want people to see this cover and think that this is who I am or this is what I look like. Or this is what it's gonna look like every week. Yeah, because uh, um I literally ran upstairs and changed into sweats and a hoodie. Like That's why we're in our regular clothes. Yeah. So I was like, okay, if we're gonna do this, I want it to be like who we actually are and at least 90% of the time. Yeah. And that me is sweatpants in a jumper and a hoodie and yeah. And, and it was like, I think, I think we, we took the pictures and then we were on our way back after trying to take the pictures again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> Sam, just take pictures from our Instagrams that exist that we felt were a representation of us already. Mm-hmm. Like just take those. Um, because, yeah, this is going to be a space of like real, but it's also going to be like, let's, let's take on the responsibility when we're saying we're going to be content creators. Yeah, I'm doing it because it makes me happy, but I'm also mindful of the people I'm creating for. Yeah. I'm also mindful of the check I'm going to cash in a few weeks that it may have affected somebody differently than, than I think. Mm -hmm. And it's not that you carry the weight and like having to make everybody feel good about themselves. I think that's something that everybody has to work internally, but also like deliberately putting out content that isn't what you look like and making people think it's what you look like and then them comparing thinking that they should look like that because this is normal but it's not even normal for you yeah there should be a little bit of responsibility or empathy at least like i have a heart for people and just personally that's too much to obtain i'm sorry you're probably messing your own mental health up obtaining yeah i'm trying to sustain an image that isn't yourself either sorry i'm too lazy for that (laughs) you're too lazy some people aren't dude but then it just drags you back into the same place Mm. you're taking your followers so yeah that's that's why we're here in sweatsuits shackets and because this is just this is like an average thursday you will never see me sitting here with any foundation on my face ever you'll see me because girl i put it i don't even wear it i don't wear it anywhere yeah so that's just a little bit more reality. I think I think your time, like back to that question, has social media affected your self confidence and self acceptance? It can, if it has affected you negatively, you can curate your timeline at this point to affect you positively, to where it is something good for you to get on your social media and it's exciting and it's like fun again, because we are spending as much time as we are on it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you are benefiting, like learning, or you're supporting a small business, or you're, you know, whatever it is. But 
it doesn't have to stay dysfunctional. You don't have to keep putting people like just, you don't have to follow that influencer just because they already have a lot of followers and make sense to follow them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think that's, that's definitely cause someone responded to and just said like, it's finally infected me in a positive way. Cause I changed my timeline. Yeah. And I think that's huge because timeline curation can be really helpful for your mental health and knowledge and how much you're growing and stuff. Um, But yeah, some of the hashtags I started following when I re kind of unfollowed a bunch of people and refollowed. I follow midsize style. It's like hashtag midsize style. And then another one is normalize normal bodies. And then through following those hashtags, I found like other influencers that I really liked that were weren't posting like constantly smoothed over facetune pictures yeah. and stuff like that so if you guys are looking for some that and you're looking for the same kind of stuff that i was that's what i found um another question that we asked was what is social media to you um a few of the answers i got one <laughs> one of them was just annoying it was like where i flex mm, okay. let's be clear that was not a female answer. It was not, baby. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> the way I would never hear anyone, any girl say that. Uh, yeah, but most of them are probably thinking it. They're just not saying it. So That's true. That's true. Okay. Well, it's okay. It's okay. We may not say it, but a lot of a lot of people, that is where they go to say like, oh, look what I have. Even though I'm like really sad <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> Oop. But anyway. Yeah. So someone said, I think it's a place to voice who you are or trying to be. What do you think about that? I guess. <laughs> if that's what you want to do. If that's what you want to use you, your social media for, then go ahead. I think you should shape who you're trying to be off social media. Yeah. And don't put out that you're... Don't don't put stuff out that's not you yet. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't Dang, try to... I've never even looked at social media like that. I'm just like, I'm just going to say what I want to say and post what I want to post. Yeah, I think for some people it is like that. For a lot of people, they there's just a, there's jobs and careers built on this that it can consume yeah. your whole life, mm-hmm. you know. Um, the next one where is where I try to advocate for what I believe in. That's good. I love that. Me too. I love that for her, her, him, she, they. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what I try to do. It's a lot of my s- stuff is going to be what i like where i am at in real life Mm -hmm. (laughs) what i'm trying to advocate for and then like what i'm inspired by uh and then how i connect with people who think like me because i don't have those kind of people in my life i think that's interesting because i feel like i get on it to try and like disconnect no no try and see other views people Mm. who don't think like me Mm, yeah recently too like like starting from 2020 when everything yeah went insane (laughs) amen um i feel like not necessarily think differently like completely opposite but just have different viewpoints to learn from yeah yeah i think well i think when you're around because this person said that they didn't have anybody in their life that thought the same way as them Mm. so i'm sure that you look for that when you go on there yeah that's understandable um i know you had made a lot of friendships on like twitter and stuff with people that like 
Mm-hmm. I've never, I have friends on Twitter I've never met in real life. But you've which, talked with them for years. Uh, yeah, I've talked to them for years or I talk to them, I just like talk to them every day or like we've even like FaceTimed, which a lot of people just don't like, they think it's That's so crazy. <laughs> I, okay, I literally started doing this in first with Stan Barrymore Twitter. I remember. Years ago. Yeah, which I remember that. I'm shocked I even did that. Like, if you know me, you know how, like... Introvert? Yes, how introvert I am. But, like, okay, I know I have friends from Stan Twitter who can hear this. But I know, Hi. like... I, <laughs> hey, I seem like an insane psycho person on Twitter. Like, I'm an all-caps typer on Stan Twitter. Yes, she is. And... I'm very calm in real life. Sometimes, very. Sometimes, if we're having if we're having fun, if we're having a good time, I can get crazy. But <laughs> but for the most part, yeah, she I'm keeps <laughs> it under volume level three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Stan Twitter has brought me a lot of people that I never would have ever thought yeah. I would be friends with. Yeah. Well, I think that la- that leads to the next question is. Um, do you follow more people you know on social media or that you don't know on social media? 54% of people said more people I don't know and 46% said people I do know. It's different for each platform. Yeah. Facebook is, oh, well, it was people <laughs> I know, but I feel like I just had to start accepting. That's actually really true. You, you friend, not you don't, don't friend. I don't you f- accept their friend requests more I than I bad. would. I feel like if, if I've met them like at church or at like a conference and maybe I don't specifically remember you like by name or by like everything, like maybe I remember your name, but I don't remember, I can't tell in your profile picture that's you. I feel bad declining them. So I'm just like, oh, whatever. I didn't say decline them. I have like over 50. Dude, me too. And I'm just, I try to like mindfully go through them. Like if I have no mutuals, I'm yeah like delete yeah and then if i have like four i'm like i need to find out who they are are they people i've not even talked to in like 10 years mm. so i probably don't know who you are yeah so i try to but i just feel yeah I, I get you i feel bad i feel more bad on instagram because i use instagram more than facebook but like i have a is public your, is your instagram face is your instagram private no no my instagram's public but i don't follow them back necessarily so like oh me either they can follow <laughs> me but yeah if, unless like we have spoken in person or like i actually know you then i follow people back or if you're a influencer <laughs> and i like your page yeah then i'll follow you but I like, like your vibes yeah that's about it yeah on facebook i mean on facebook it's just so confusing now i don't even know how many thousands of random friends I have out there um on twitter and i don't have like i have like no following because i just silently <laughs> watch and laugh and like stuff like that's all i do <laughs> And then on Instagram, I feel like I definitely use Instagram the most. And But I feel like I, I don't follow people back because I'm very particular about... Not, you, I've just talked about it. What's on my timeline? Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't really care about aesthetic anymore. Like, Because then your one picture of your water bottle doesn't do much unless I go constantly look at your whole palette. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yes. Sometimes I'm like, ooh, vibes, yes. But it has to be, like, super vibey. And then, um, yeah, I just, I don't know why. I just don't follow a lot of people back. I do because I feel like I like watching some, like, all of my friends, like you said, if I sound so arrogant, like, I don't follow anybody back. <laughs> I know. Not I shouldn't all. have said that, but it's no. true. I'm not going to lie. Like, no, but I don't want to sound like that. Like if I, again, like if I know you or if you're like, I look at your content. Yes. It's like, if we've had good. conversations, like if we talk, 
I'm a, at any point. I even follow back people from high school because we have spoken before. Because like, I knew you at one point. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I'm not going to follow anybody back. I only follow my five friends I have. That's not true. I know. I know. Same. Yeah. That's funny. Because I, I think I think this goes back to just what, how you're going to use your social media. Mm-hmm. Like, for some people, they just want to be on it for, like, connection. Yeah. Like their friends and their family and stuff. So, of course, you're going to only, like, follow way more people you know. But then I think there's another group of people that are, like, I just solely want to be inspired or i'm just looking for like stuff that makes you feel good but then i think there's another group of people that you follow way too many fake pages <laughs> and then you wonder what like you want your life to look like your timeline but like even mm, the timeline yeah. you have is not real and i think that's just in general with social media like that have people that have individual pages not businesses and stuff but like it's like 90 percent of it is, is not like what their life like you're looking at the good stuff mm-hmm. like you're looking at the picture that i put my favorite filter over or like you know, or my cool, like, trendy photo dump. Yeah, like, that's why I try to stop editing. I edit, like, minimal on my photos when I do my... I only post photo dumps because I don't like posting one picture, like, every two weeks. So I just post, like, ten pictures. Here's how my last month was. Yeah, I just post, like, ten pictures for a month. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes I skipped, like, two months this last time, but, like... I like putting filters just because I genuinely enjoy like photo editing mm-hmm. like i love having like i used to yeah i used to and then saturation. i got too overwhelmed i was like yeah i know remember when we had our face where our instagrams were literally all white yes that was we spent a hours. lot of time that lasted maybe two weeks for me because i couldn't do it i was like well then you just can't post anything because yeah then, it's unrealistic i was like great now i have to find a white wall anywhere if i want to take a picture of anything now i have to wear white clothes <laughs> yeah I, I think I edit because I just like genuinely enjoy photo editing. But yeah, my timeline has definitely switched up. Um, we are hoping that you're enjoying this week's podcast, but we're going to jump into a few confessions. I just have to pull them up one second. We're just going to now read a confession that someone dropped in that I thought was funny that we could end with. Um, this is a little bit of a shorter episode. Next week we'll come back, but... They <laughs> said I constantly block people on the daily because <laughs> they're looking at my Instagram stories or they're looking at my Instagram stories and not engaging with my posts. And it's normally a fake profile. It freaks me out. That, okay, that happens. I don't block people daily because I'm just like, whatever. I don't even care. But I've definitely thought about blocking every fake account that looks at my story. <laughs> I don't, I haven't, I think I've looked at who looks at my story like, I can count. I don't know why. Well, I just don't bless you. It. I just think, I don't know. I find it so entertaining, like, to see who looks at my story. Just the know. option that is there is, like. It, it Normally, like, the first few people that, like, bubble at the bottom. That's, mine's like, literally the same three. Me, Mariah, <laughs> Lee. <laughs> the group chat. <laughs> no, I think that's funny. I think you should be able to block people. Uh, what do you think about the muting? Are you just, like, I mean, unfollow them? Okay, I mute people's stories when they post, like, 15 little, (laughs) yeah, I can't, I can't do it. Like, even if it's, like, 10, I'm like, okay. So I'll mute the story and keep their post and only see when they post. Or Mm. I think, yeah, I don't, like, I don't know. I feel like just unfollow if you're not even going to look at the post either. But I look at the post still. Yeah, I I have a few people muted, but... It was more like 
the same thing like you are posting all the time and i'm not seeing anybody else's stuff yeah sometimes i'll mute people that i freaking love but i just want to uh, my algorithm has gotten so like the same 10 mm -hmm. people and i want to see other people so when i mute people then i'm like oh i forgot i followed this other person yeah but yeah i think <laughs> that's funny she's like tea i feel bad but <laughs> i'm blocking you yeah it's it, if you are one of those people that is creating other pages girl you got way too much time on your hands mm -hmm. please take up a language like sam did or do something good with instagram <laughs> yeah if you're just looking and creeping and all that stuff um but yeah and then another person just said that they take monthly social media breaks like regularly mm -hmm. because they know that it's bad for them that's but good good for you i wish i had the strength to do that. i think we'll get into that next week <laughs> yeah we'll get into that next week on like boundaries on social media do we even hold any to ourselves or what yeah. and we also want to get into the expectations of what your social media should look like if you're in church or in leadership or because this like topic that. is mm, a Hefty. lot yeah so we will be back next week with social media part two Mm -hmm. if you enjoyed if you have other stuff that you want to add to the podcast maybe you want to tell us a little story about yeah some drama you found yourself in through Ooh. social media sam has one she's going to share next week <laughs> Ooh, it's so juicy dm us your confessions your stories email if it's longer yeah um we want to share we want to share it's our email is secrets of a church girl at gmail.com so if you have a long story and then yeah Give us your thoughts. I was, someone told me that they were listening to our podcast this week and I was like, please tell me what you think. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to know, like, is it overwhelming? Is it too in your face? Like, is it like good for like a listen? Like, do you want it longer or shorter? Yeah. So if you have any um, feedback, we, both of us would love to hear it. So thanks so much for watching pals. Listening, watching wherever you are, wherever you are, keep listening, keep confessing. <laughs> it makes you feel good. <laughs> but until next time, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.